Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Kenesher Yorir Kinoi. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos Parshas Hazinu, and that year was the twelfth day of the month of Tishrei in the year Tavshin Membeis forty years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse in this week's Torah portion when the Torah says Kenesher Yorir Kinoi Al Goizolov Yerachif. Where, just like, for example, a, an eagle that hovers over his nest, that it watches over it. So that's the same way Hashem watches over the Jewish people. Now, what does it say before that? Hashem found us, so to speak, in the desert. And then it finishes off, Hashem, Hashem by himself will take care of the Jewish people. Now, the simple in, in the understanding of the verse is that Hashem, with, with, um, it, it takes care of the Jewish people with tremendous rachamim, with tremendous compassion, just like the eagle that hovers over his nest. In other words, and, and, and in other words, like this. So explain as follows. There's, there's two different levels of compassion. This co- level of a compassion of an eagle that hovers over it, it, its nest. And then there's another level, a higher ne- net level, which is which is which is like like the compassion of an eagle, but obviously it's much higher. So Kenesha Yorikina means that there's two levels. There's the, the compassion of the of the eagle, and then Kenesha, there's a higher level of compassion. That's the compassion Hashem gives the Jewish people. Now, the fact is everything that's in the Torah, um, you have also on a spiritual level. What does that mean? Just like you have in this materialistic physical world, you have the level of the eagle that hovers over, that has compassion over its nest. And you have Kinesh, or the way Hashem watches over the Jewish people. So the same thing also, you have it on a high level, on the spiritual level, on the Kabbalistic level in the world. In other words, we know you have four worlds. You have the Olam of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. And then you also have the Olam of Atzilus. Now, even though you have the ten spheroids in all the worlds, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, and you also have it in the world of Atsilos on a much higher level, even though it's the world of unity, but it, nevertheless, you also have in the world of Atsilos, you also have compassion in the world of Atsilos. That is called the, 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 the level of the eagle, which is the level of compassion of Atsilos. So that's one level. You know, even though there's Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, and then even the level, of, even the level of Atzil, so you have compassion. That's a very high level of compassion. But then you have Kinesher, a higher level of compassion, then higher than the level of compassion that's in the world of Atzilus. Now, so that's on a spiritual level. But nevertheless, we all know. The main thing is, what's the purpose of the Torah? Torah is not to take us on the spiritual journeys, even though it's nice to take them, we love them. But the goal is to bring that powerful energy, that kinesher, that tremendous compassion, which is even higher than the world of Atzilus, to bring it down into this world. Like it says clearly, Torah The Torah is not in heaven. Torah was given to us down into this physical world. And like the Magad of Mizrich taught us, based on the, on the Maimer Chazal that says, Da! No, so the literal translation is, no, what's above you. But the, but, but the Magad of Rich taught us that you know, all the things that take place on high and the spiritual levels, it comes from us. We're the ones that make it happen. In other words, when we do our spiritual work down here, and especially after we receive the Torah, so the Torah was given to us down here, 
So the Torah is not in heaven. So the goal of these high levels is to know that we are the ones who make it happen. When we do our work, we learn Torah, we do mitzvahs, we pray, we create powerful energy down here, which affects godly energy on a higher level. Not only that, take it a step further to show how important it's down here on the lower level. Again, to be clear, what does it mean? Say down, high, and low. We don't mean physically higher and lower. We mean godly energy, where God's revealed is higher and God's concealed is lower. Just to get a, 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 an understanding of, of the definition. Higher means God's revealed, lower means God's concealed. So, in other words, so there's, a, there's an expression in Kabbalah that says like this, Kal anything which is higher, and again, on a physical level, it means physically higher, and a spiritual level, means anything that has greater godly revelation, when it falls, it falls lower. That means it goes to a place where it's not so, not so revealed. In other words, to, to explain what we're saying is, anytime you're experiencing something which is, Godliness is concealed, and it appears that it's opposite of godliness. Know that its source is from a very, very high place. In other words, the highest levels of Torah, the highest levels of godliness, where is it? Down in this physical world where God is concealed. And the more the concealment, it's connected to the highest levels. And so based on this, it explains, that's what we understand also in reference to to the Nesha, to the eagle. That this verse is referring to two different extremes. In other words, kin nasha we said is the highest level, even the compassion higher than Atsilus. But the goal is that it comes down into this world in the place where you have the regular compassion of a regular eagle. So again, the goal is to recap what we're saying is there's two levels in compassion. The lower level of compassion, a higher level of compa- highest level of compassion. But the goal of the highest level of compassion is to bring that highest level down into this world. What does that mean? So everybody's going to bring, based on a verse in the in the prophets of from uh, from uh, from King Solomon, he says like this: There are three things that are tremendous wonder for me. What are the three things? And the fourth, which he totally is, is, is off the charts. But what are the three things? So one of the three things, he says, King Solomon, is derech hanesh how an eagle is on high. And again, a lot of commentaries to explain what does he mean by how, how, how the eagle eagles in heaven. But the, the insight we're going to deal with is, you know, what's, what, what's he wondrous about the fact that eagles in heaven? So it's explained that King Solomon's wonder is, again, going to this insight, that how is it? That, that we know that in the, in the, in the chariot on high for Hashem, Hashem's chariot, so it says there's a plain nesher, there's the face of the eagle on the chariot. Now we know an eagle is a bird which is not kosher. So the question that King Solomon is saying is, how is it that in the chariot, God's chariot, he should have what? The face of an eagle, which is an impure animal, um, in the, in the, in Hebrew it's called Merkabah al Yaina, the chariot on high. Who you should have a nice, beautiful kosher animal? Why not? Why no kosher animal? In other words, so that's that's the question. Trevor says, one second, really? That's your question? How come the eagle, which is a non-kosher um, animal, is in the chariot? The fact is, in the chariot, we know you have the face of a lion, and as it says clearly, play Ariel Halyamin. The face of the lion is on the right side, and the lion we know is. is is a, is a is a is an impure animal. So what do you what is he asking only about the eagle? Why doesn't he ask about the lion? And what's the answer? Why is he only asking about the eagle, not about the lion? Because it explained elsewhere that the the um, 
the the eagle, which is the the face of the eagle, which is in the chariot. It's actually in the kava emtsoi. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. In other words, and that's why his question is more about the, about about the eagle that's in the middle, because the, the pnei ari, what we learn, it's on the right side, and the you know the the lion that's in the higher chariot, it's on the right. What does it mean practically? The right means it's not the center. It means it's chitzonius. It's on the outskirts of the of the crown. So that's not just a big wonder. Okay, you have a lion. It's impure, but it's not the internal part. It's not the it's not it's not the middle. It's on the outside. However, the eagle, which is right in the middle, which we know the eagle fits in the middle, so it goes to Primius, the internal part of Kesser. So how is it possible you can have an impure bird in the Primius of Kesser? If it's on the outside, like the lion, okay. But to have it in Primius of Kesser, what's the connection? So the Rebbe explains like this, and this is the answer. Exactly. Because Rachamim, is a very, very powerful midah, and Rachamim is connected to Weir, the middle, which means it's connected to the Primius Akesar. Compassion is connected to Primius Akesar. So in other words, the source of Nesha, which is compassion, is in the middle, which is Primius Akesar. So it's very, very powerful. So therefore, when it came down into this world, it came down so low, and that's why actually it's called a nesher. Nesher comes from the language, it's nesher, it fell down, and, and it fell down from a high level, up to the point it became an impure animal. And was, let's recap, what they're saying is like this. The source of the nesher is actually coming, no, it starts in the top, it's coming from Primius Akesar, the internal part of Kesar, and it's coming from Rachmim. That's huge. Think about, in Kesar, Rachmim of Kesar. Very powerful. But what happens is when it came down to this world, it fell. And when it fell means it went down up to the point where it literally it became impure. And that's why we have the eagles impure. But the source is Primius Arkesar. So based on this, Trevor explains beautifully the, the, the way the flow of the verses go as follows. <clears throat> what does it say before, before, beforehand? And again, let's, let's get recapped so we stay focused. We're going to deal with the verses before and after. The Nesher in its source is Primius Arkesar. Rachmim. It's you can't, I mean, it's pretty high up there. Unfortunately, when it came down here, which means obviously it got concealed up to the point where it became an impure animal. So what does it say beforehand? Hashem found it, found us in, 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 the, in, the, in the desert. What does a desert mean? A desert is not a place that's a, for, for inhabitants. It's a desert. It's deserted. It's deserted, deserted from human beings. In other words, what does that mean on a spiritual level? It's not a place where the Adam, not only the human being, but the Adam El where Hashem is found. Hashem is not in a desert. Hashem is in a place where you learn Torah, you do mitzvahs, you pray, not where you do nothing. In other words, anything which is outside the outskirts where people live, <clears throat> so it's not the place where the Adam El where Hashem lives. Why is that? Because in every single Jewish person, you have a godly soul, which is a part of Hashem. And like it says clearly, part of Hashem is in his nation. So therefore, since Hashem is within us, we're not in a place where it's deserted from holiness. A midbar means that it's deserted from holiness. A city means it's inhabited with holiness. So we're not, we don't belong in a place where it's deserted from holiness. So not only is a midbar a place where it's, it's not a place for, for the other Ma'elyon, God to inhabit, or us that we have a part of God, but not only that 
it, we, we don't even pass through there. We have no connection to it. And that's why the verse says, Kineser Yoyer Kinoi, like an eagle that harbors over its nest, <clears throat> because that's where it fell down, the eagle. It fell down to a place where God is not revealed. But nevertheless, even though it fell down to a place where God's not revealed, what does the Torah say? Even if a person falls to a place where God is not revealed, and God is not a reality, but guess what? Hashem will find you there. Because even from there, and I'll say, I'll use the, 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 the verse from the prophets, Hashem is going to gather you from there. Hashem is going to take you from there. Hashem is going to gather us, and Hashem is going to take us from there. And um, so, one second, if we're lost, we know there's no connection, right? We have no, no signal. So, how's Hashem coming to take us? And why is He taking us? Because Hashem is going to elevate us from there. And He's going to bring us back from there by, by, by bringing in the level of the Nesher. I'm not on the level of the Nesher where it fell down in this world. Kenesher, He's going to bring in the Rachman from Attic. And a premier successor, the Rachman from premier successor, and that's going to what he's going to use to bring us out from there. Or like the Azora says, means literally from the highest places that fell down below. That's what he's going to use to pull us out from there. And by pulling us out from there, he's going to bring us back where to premier successor. Why is that? Because since anything, again, like we've learned before, it comes from the highest place, falls down to the, to, the, to the lowest place. So when you go back up, you actually go back to the same place and even higher. And like it's explained many places um, based on what they, they, from the Arizal, and he says as follows. There's a, powerful, there's a verse in the Torah that says, Ki loi levadoi, Not on the bread alone does man live. How does man live? He lives based on the moitzei pi Hashem, the power of Hashem. That's how we live. So we don't live from the physical bread, but we live from the fact that Hashem gave power for the bread to exist. That's where we get our nourishment from. In other words, we're, there's, there's, there's different levels of, of energy in the world. There's doimim, inanimate. Soimeach already has more energy, it grows. Chai is the animal. And medaber is the highest level, human beings. Now, where do we get our energy from? We get it from things like from Chai and Semeach, from things that are alive and things that grow. Why do we get it from a lower energy? And the answer is, because we need not the physical bread, the physical whatever you're eating. We need the godly life force that fell down to that place. Because the fact that it, it, it's not a Medaber, it's only a Chai or a Semeach or a Doimim, that means a very, very high level of energy came down to that place. So therefore, since it's become a higher place, it has the power to give energy to any to, to anything into the world, and therefore it has power to, to sustain even the Madaber, because it actually has a higher energy than we have. So the Madaber, which is human beings, need to come on to the energy in the Tzimeach and the Chai, because it has a higher energy than we have. So based on this, Jeremy explains on, on a practical level as well. The level of the, of the eagle... Which means, we learned right before, what does that mean? It came from premius Akasar, and when it came down to this world, unfortunately it's impure. <clears throat> but when it gets elevated from this place, you go back to where? Not to a simple level, you go back to premius Akasar. And that's the reason why the soul, our soul, which is a part of God, came from a very, very high place, connected to God, came down to this physical world, which is called a Bira Amikta, it's called the empty abyss. We came down to a place where God's not revealed. 
In other words, the, the, the soul that Hashem gave us, Nefachtabi, Hashem blew within our nostrils, hit the soul, and literally into this physical world, so that it can come down to this world and elevate the world. Like it says in the Torah, Basula Mutsav Arsal, like a ladder. You will bring you back, the godly energy back on high. And through that, we actually reach the heavens. It was even higher than before. Up to the point, like the expression is, Haruach Tashu Balakim Asher Sanana, the spirit goes back to Hashem, the one that gave us, obviously, our, our life force. And that's why it says in the, in the, in the verse, Yitzrenu Ki In other words, Yitzrenu is referring to what? The apple of, of the eye of Hashem. Now we know that the, with the eye that we have, we have the white part and we have the dark part. Now, when it says the Ishoin Enoi of the, of the, which part of the eye? It's referring to the black part of the eye. So the question is, why the black part? Isn't the white brighter? And the answer is, because it's brought down in the Talmud, it says, a person does not see from the white part of the eye. The person sees from where? Specifically from the black part of the eye. So the question, why do you see from the black? You see from the white part. And the answer is, because yes, the black is the part where it's concealed and it's dark, etc. But when a person realizes that, no, where do you, where's the real power to see from? Not from the white part. The real power's from the dark part. And when a person realizes that a person's in, in a dark space, that's when you can start seeing. And it, it, it's so powerful. When you see that you, you're in darkness, that's when you really start seeing. And you, you, it bothers you that you're in a dark space. So when a person finds himself in a dark space, then you come to, to do some soul searching and you do real tshuva from the depths of your heart uh, up to the point where you, you, where you create zdoinus, things that were wrong become zachias. So notice what the Rebbe is saying is, to recap real short, the Rebbe is saying is that specifically things that were on the highest level when they come down to the slowest level, that's where the real power is, in a concealed way. Our job is to connect to that and bring out the real powers and concealment and through that go to the highest level, like the example with the, the food that we eat or the black and the eye that, that we used to see, etc. And that's why it says, Kanesha Yori Kinoi, like an eagle that hovers over its nest, al goizol of Iraq that it, that it, it, it hovers over um, its it, 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 uh, it, its children. In other words, the fact that it, um, it, it hovers over its children is referring to the simple, the simple, the simple, the simple compassion. But what happens when a person does tshuva? When we return to Hashem. In other words, from the lower level of, 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 of the eagle, down here in this world, then we reach the higher level of Kanesha Yorikina and higher. In other words, there's two levels of compassion. There's the lower level and the higher, higher level. But from the, when we reach Hashem from the lower level, that's when we have the power through Truva to reach the higher level. And like it's brought down and it says, there's, you know, the, the expression is, I'll say it in Hebrew and I'll translate, the, there is the Isratz and the Isratz, and there's two different levels of will. In other words, there's the lower level of, of, of Ratzon, the lower level of will, but the lower level of will becomes a vessel and it draws in the higher level of will. That's in terms of will. The same thing applies to, to, to being an or for Hashem. There's Yira Tata, there's the lower level of Yira, and there's the higher level of Yira. But through the lower level of Yira Hashem, through the lower level of or for Hashem, we become a vessel for the higher level of Yira. And the same thing also is a lower level of Chachma and a higher level. And through the lower one, we become, a, we become a vessel for the higher level. And the same thing also applies in our case, in reference to the eagle. 
through the lower level of the eagle, through the lower level of compassion, we reach the higher level of compassion. And that's why it says, Hashem found us, found us, the expression of found us in the desert. Because when, when can you find something? It's something that you had, you can't find it. But when something is lost, then you can find it. In other words, what does that mean practically? Even those that are unfortunately lost, even from there, Hashem will collect us. Up to the point where it's going to be like literally like a Messiah. You found something. In other words, you're going to find something not comparing to the effort you put into it. Because God did not imagine, and never uses a Hebrew, Yiddish word, Hashem didn't imagine that He's going to find the part of God complete in the desert. Why? Because what happens, we know everything is up to Hashem. Everything. We always say, it's divine providence. There's one thing which is not up to Hashem. Our year of Shemaim, our being an orphan Hashem, that's totally up to us. That we have free choice. So what happens is when we, when we fall out, unfortunately, to the desert, a place we get disconnected from God, Hashem thinks, forget about it. It's lost. How are they going to stay connected? So when we stay connected and we reconnect in the desert, it's a Metziah, it's, it's a find. Hashem doesn't believe it's going to happen. We have the power to surprise Hashem that we could return to Hashem. And therefore, Hashem is like, we literally, is like, is like wondrous. Wow. Could you imagine? They got totally disconnected in the desert and they're still connected. And this actually brings a tremendous pleasure to Hashem. And this is the power, really. It's important to know this. Someone that unfortunately sinned and veered off the path, and we all have areas in life that we, we veered off. And when we return, we create the greatest pleasure by Hashem. And literally, Deborah says, you cannot compare somebody that earns something based on the effort they put in. <clears throat> like the, the, the prophet says, Oyved that Mosse, someone that works the earth, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have be satiated from the bread they put in. So that's natural, that's normal. But when someone finds something they didn't put any effort into it, that's much more enjoyable. And that's why he says, You say hey, you all of Rasai. Hashem is going to carry us on all of Rasai. What does that mean? The explains that when a person does tshuva, when a person returns to Hashem, where it's a surprise to Hashem, we go even higher and higher. Up to higher than the level of Rasai. And what does Rasai mean? Higher than the 248 lives of a God. We reach higher than the Rasai, which is referring to the limbs of God. We reach higher than the 248 limbs of a God. How can we reach so high? Because we all know what it says that the Jewish people became, we existed before Torah existed and before Mitzvah. And like it's a famous Tana Devolio that says, and I say that Yisrael came before the Torah. How does he know that? Because look at the Torah. It says, speak to the Jewish people. How can you speak to the Jews? They didn't exist. Obviously, the Jewish people existed before the Torah. And we reach that level where it says in, in the Torah, Hashem bodied Yachanu. Hashem alone takes, takes care of us. Which means practically, Hashem and the Jewish people are alone. Yisrael, we and Hashem are totally one. So you see that through the power of truth, when we return to Hashem, we surprise Hashem and we reach the highest levels. Now, through the fact that we're learning about this, based on the written verses in the Torah, and afterwards the, the, the uh, parts in the Torah, which is the oral part of the Torah, and we're learning the teaching of Chabad Chassidus, which basically explains it in a way of Yisparnasim in a total expansion of understanding. So when we meditate on this, and we bring it into action, <clears throat> we literally are, 
are elevating the sparks, the sparks of holiness every and all over the world, and especially when we, we happen to find these these holy sparks by divine providence. And we when we elevate the world, we come to the ultimate promise of Hashem Bodad Yachenu. Hashem will take care of us himself. And like the verse says that the Jewish people dwelled um, um, with security. In, with, in, with, together with, uh, with Hashem and it's going to happen literally with the ultimate com, uh, true and complete redemption which is going to happen through Mashiach He should come and redeem us and take us standing upright to urge Yisrael So again, here you have another beautiful, powerful Hasidic discourse that we have the power through our avoidance to reach the greatest places and draw down the greatest light in this world and make Hashem, Hashem really, really happy, which will ultimately, the Rebbe says, will bring us that next class will be, hopefully, in Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.